0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, so here's the thing. Salisha Thomas here. I'm so excited for a couple of reasons. It's finally Black History Month. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Which means it's my birthday month. Woo-woo. And Valentine's Month and Super Bowl Month and all the things. So this episode I'm so excited about. It's with Ashley De La Rosa, the first Black... Um, Regina George in Mean Girls on Broadway, who's so fierce, who slayed so much. She speaks so much truth and we really get into it in about the second half of this interview. You guys, I'm going to need you to forgive me in advance because this this episode was the first time I tried to record video with my podcast and I absolutely did not turn my microphone on so I sound like it's it sounds terrible but the message is there so if you can hang in there there are some good gems I cannot wait to share it with you here we go Hello, it's me, Salish, and welcome to Black Hair in the Big Leagues, honey. I am like, okay, my heart is pounding out of my chest for so many reasons. First of all, like, I've not done this video thing yet, and so, uh, <laughs> um, so pray with me. And also, oh my goodness, I've got, I've got somebody on today who I am so freaking stoked about. She is beautiful from the inside out. Uh, you might recognize her from The Voice, I believe, season two, Team Christina will confirm. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh wait, did I do my research? Um, <laughs> Beautiful tour. This superstar was on the beautiful tour. And she became the first black Regina George in Mean Girls on the Broadway. Oh, I cannot wait to ask all the questions. Uh, She moved on over to Beautiful um, on Broadway, which is where we work together. And then she jumped on over to the Hamilton tour. So let's please give a warm welcome to, oh my gosh, let me unpin your, let me pin your video. (laughs) Ashley De La Rosa. Thank you. Hi. I'm so excited. Welcome.
1: Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. So proud of you, by the way, for this awesome podcast. I'm always like, I want to start a podcast. I have nothing to talk about.
0: So. Girl, <laughs> I, me too. Literally, I was like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast all year. I didn't know. I'm like, what do I talk about in the dressing room? Hair. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Hair and juices. Oh, Yes
1: and fitness yeah.
0: fashion a little
1: fitness yes a little bit but it's always it's always hair for sure
0: um I just want to say first of all that I miss you oh, I miss you too times is hard uh, like out here times is freaking hard you're in Florida right now yes <laughs> okay uh <laughs> how's that going <laughs> I'm not only in
1: Florida. I am in Tampa, Florida. Well, actually, more specifically, Tarpon Springs, Florida, Sponge Capital of the World. Okay. Um. Yep. They go sponge diving here. That's what Tarpon Springs is known for. And but aren't there like alligators? <laughs> well, in the in the ocean, <laughs> they go sponge diving <laughs> in the ocean, and
0: alligators. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I ain't going diving for nothing with the alligators. No.
1: And like no hate to Florida, but Florida is the armpit of America. So I've I never heard Florida. anybody
0: describe Florida that way. The armpit
1: of America. Um, this is where I was like raised. I was born in New York, but kind of raised here. So my parents live here, and they moved to Tampa. They moved from Orlando to Tampa, and it's. I mean, the weather's great. There's a pool, which is amazing. Um, I get to be outside and walk you have around. Space. Yeah, you I've have got like space, which is in COVID times like a, a blessing. Huge, but a it huge just blessing. is it's
0: different. It's very different here. <laughs> okay, is there a lot of humidity right now?
1: Oh yes, oh yes. I don't know if you can tell. I keep like touching my hair. No, your hair <laughs> looks great. Thank you, thank you. But yes, it's very humid. It feels a little bit like I'm walking on the inside of someone's mouth, like I'm walking on the surface oh my of your mind
0: all the time, you know? Will you just please like... be a writer the way you are describing <laughs> your settings right now? I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so gagged. Oh, gosh, I
1: mean, just just Florida. I only get this worked up over, over Florida, honestly. Okay,
0: well, I feel like it's only a matter of time. Oh yeah. It's only a matter of time before we are all back together in mm-hmm. the city.
1: And I'm, I'm going to be back at the end of... October. So it'll be great. I've got like something to look forward to. And I get to spend time here with my parents. And I never I mean, you know, like with yeah. our jobs, we never really get to
0: have you miss everything. Time off. Yeah. Eight times eight shows a week. It's like you miss everything. Yeah. And
1: like so our busiest cool. times are on the weekends. And that's usually when
0: people get married, have retirement <laughs> parties, <Yeah. laughs> live their lives.
1: Exactly. So it's not like on Monday nights. Everything I know, I'm like, can somebody have a wedding on a Monday,
0: please? So that I can only in go? the Broadway community, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, truly, I might get married on a Monday. I would I, be there, you know, I would be there. Like, so. like, <laughs> all um, your friends, so first of all, like. Thank you so much for coming on here and chatting with me a little bit. I'm like, I'm going to ask all of the things. And, you know, some of these things we might have already talked about, even like while we were working together at Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And first, like, uh, I know not everyone can see the broadcast. So for those of you listening, like Ashley De La Rosa, she's. Uh, please look her up if you don't already know who she is like she's this go- she's just gorgeous from the inside out truly and your curls like what what type of curls do you have number one like do you know what it, to- <laughs> it's okay no I I try to do the curl thing on
1: my like you know and it's like three c or something um I have no clue I know I looked it up once that I don't remember I know I they're
0: Okay. I'm like, I'm still learning myself. So like when we figure it out, we're going to post something so that y'all can, we can all figure out our curl types if we don't already know. And like, I, I've always classified minus three. See, I feel like yours are like a little bit looser than mine are, but it still might be like, so maybe it's a B.
1: I just don't know the numbers and the, le- I know the letters. I know what the letters look like. I can like see a 4C curl and I know what a 4C curl me is. Me too, me too. But then I'm like, okay, so maybe I'm a B or a C, but what's, what are the, what do the numbers
0: right. mean? Okay. So this is going to, I promise y'all, we're going to figure this out and I will lay it out <laughs> for you at some yes. point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so can you, let's dive in and tell me a little bit about your, hair journey, like all of the things, like how you have felt about your hair growing up and now and whatever you want to start Mm -hmm. with.
1: Yeah. Um, So growing up, so my, my dad's Dominican, my mom's Puerto Rican. So I had really, really, really tight curls um, when I was younger and my mom would always do my hair. She would always have like mean little two, two little pigtails, high pigtails and my curls out. That's so cute. <laughs> it was it was really cute looking back on it. Like it was super cute, but then as I got older, like, you know, with just everything that the world throws at you and they're saying that like natural hair isn't beautiful. So of course, right. you know, like everyone right. else, every other, you know, I started straightening my hair and well first it was like when I before when I wasn't allowed to straighten my hair, um I would do two braids. Um, so in the morning, like would braid my hair, two low braids, but my hair was so like the shrinkage. So then, but I couldn't style it when it was dry. So I'd wake up, have it wet, do my braids. And then by first period, I had the tiniest little nubbin braids that would only go like Dang. a little bit lower than my Dang. ears.
0: Dang. Ah. They were just like these fat. Chunky little brains. (laughs) And so I would
1: have that. And that was the elementary school. And then middle school, I think, is when I started straightening my hair on my own. Because my mom, she's got pretty straight hair. Um, Okay. So she's, yeah, she's Puerto Rican. And she had wavier hair when it was longer, when she was younger. But over time, um, her hair's gotten straighter and a little bit thinner too. My dad's got really thick, coarse hair, um which he calls it so funny because he's like i've got good hair i got the good hair and it's just <laughs> funny because you hear you don't hear you know men men especially like people with really tight curls being like yeah i got good hair right he,
0: yeah Wait, that's really i think I'm really great
1: <laughs> i know yeah and he like says it as a joke but i, I but it. he yeah he's so cute like we were at the pool two days ago and he's combing his hair before he goes into the water He's combing oh. his hair and he's like, I got that good hair, like patting it on the side. And I was like, Can Just, we go in the pool? Like, what amazing. are you doing? Um, but Dad. yeah, I started straightening hair and then my curls went away, kind of. Um, I got right. like relaxers and keratin treatments and all that. Oh. And
0: you got was, a relaxer?
1: Yeah, in Puerto Rico. It was so bad. My mom was like, Never again, never again. It ruined my hair, it burned my hair. Whose idea was it?
0: mine
1: <laughs> but we didn't know it was gonna be that intense yeah. like because yeah. my mom she has pretty straight hair and so she yeah. was like it's fine like the, and you're a kid like they, it's not gonna be that intense but I don't know they must have done too much on it but my hair was just like fried um you know so- what
0: pause for mm-hmm. a second it, it's funny I'm so so like the way I just asked that I was wondering because I'm like I'm looking at your curls like right now and They just look so soft and like a pillow. And so the idea of like you even wanting to relax is just like, what? Like it's such a mind-blowing. But, you know, especially like, you know, everyone is different. And you're also younger too. It's like.
1: Yeah, the times are different. And like when you don't see that. And also growing up in Florida, like I, I was the only black person in my friend group. And my sister, who's four years older than me, was also one of the only black people in her friend group. And she, okay. you look at her hair, it's straight. She Your has sister? Not, yeah. She has been doing, she still does keratin treatments. She's still, it. like, it is bone straight. Um, and she, like, so, so always says, she's like, oh, well, you know, like, I wish my hair could be like a little wavier and stuff. But like, it's just so, she would have to do a big job. Um yeah, and I don't think she wants to do that. We're gonna
0: cut for a short ad break.
1: I c- my hair grows so slowly too that I feel like because it doesn't grow past my shoulders actually anymore.
0: Really? Yeah. I mean, it's, so it's like, a cute length, so, so that's. Top. <laughs> I don't it's...
1: know, but it's so much to chop off. Like I don't. Yeah. And some people I read some on online, they're like sometimes your hair just stops at a certain length and it's just What is
0: up with yeah. that? I, I need to dig into that because like why? Know. Why? I don't
1: know. Because if that's not true, then I'm just gonna cut all my hair off. Why not? Why
0: why not? I, I do have a friend who like feels like a little bit differently about that and she's like No, it's like at a certain length. When you get to a certain length, sometimes we stop taking care of it the way we were when we were growing it out.
1: And Mm. I don't know if
0: that's true or not, but it's something that I would definitely want to investigate. Because like, I'm at that point where my hair right now is the longest it's ever been, and I'm like, will it keep growing? Your hair's so long. Thank you. It's so pretty.
1: Oh my gosh, so shiny
0: and healthy. It's something and it changes like day one. Like I've got a twist out in right now. (laughs) And like, so like day one twist out is like different than like day three to day five. It's like super frizzy and huge by the end. But like, I'm like, will it keep growing or is this it? I don't
1: know. I don't know. And my friend also said, she was like, well, maybe because your shoulder, like it's, it breaks off. Like maybe it's, you have a retention problem. Not a length problem, so I started kind of lightly putting it back, so that it wasn't always brushing on my shoulders and breaking off at this length. And I I don't know. I've tried different things. I did read your blog and started doing the massages, (laughs) fifteen minutes. Oh, right on. So I try. I just I'm so bad at keeping up with things. So I'm trying to do it every night, consistent
0: show. Yeah. How
1: How do you like, not get your, um, your roots all tangled and frizzy?
0: that's the thing it it that is part of it it's gonna
1: uh, it will
0: it will mess up your wash and go especially if your wash and go is wet like if Mm, you do that while it's wet it's like uh oh yeah but that's part of it though it's like you're bringing the blood to the to the The um like yeah and so it's like saying hey but pay attention to us like that's where the blood's going and it'll grow but like Mm -hmm. Yeah. I haven't figured yeah, like out. Then I'm
1: getting I remember the first time I did it, I went in because I was like, this feels so good. Oh my gosh, right. why don't I ever do this? And then it was like mad. Right. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. So and I only wash my hair once a week. Right. So yeah. I'm like, well, now I need to figure
0: out how to like So I would be interested in trying one of those tools. I don't know if you've like seen them like from forever 21 or something like that, like kind of scratch your scalp. I I don't know if that would help.
1: Home in New York. And it, you have to be really careful with the curly hair because it will, because the little things are so small, it will rip Uh, your hair.
0: It's like trying to yank out a scrunchie. Oh, heck no. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. P.S. By the way, your hair looks so healthy. And you. like it, it, like for at least from, but also in person, I'm like, from here where I'm looking at you right now, it looks so shiny and beautiful and healthy and curly. And in person, that's what I remember it as, as well. Like, um, what are you still doing? I know we talked about like the Vernon Francois. Yes, Tell me a little I bit about that and are like you still doing that. it? Yes. So that's been the thing that's worked for me
1: the best with, with not washing my hair uh, more than once a week okay. so if I do that method then like my, my hair lasts longer and for those of you who don't know my friend Skylar introduced me to him um, and you like do your regular wash and then you're, you put your products in and then you just like take not each strand but like it's each section and condition it and then you like twist it um, while it's wet and then you're supposed to, like, use a diffuser. I still haven't gotten a diffuser. Like, I still haven't invested. I, mean, in my I feel like
0: that's I, not a bad thing. It, anytime you don't want to put heat on your hair, I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. It just takes longer.
1: It, it takes yeah, it takes a really long time. So I just, like, let it air dry about 90%, and then I, um, then I like, lightly blow dry the rest well, like eighty percent. Then I likely blow dry the rest, and then I take the twisties out and blow dry it dry, like all
0: around, like a little tornado. Literally, like they make you have. I've not. I tried to do that. And it it <laughs> did, did not work. I did not. You know, like next you like, Mm-mm. I watched you do it, and literally, you had the perfect. They come out like really perfect,
1: and now my hair. It like sort of trains because my curls were not a ringlet. Like they're not a ringlet curl. They weren't at least when I was younger. They were more of the squiggles.
0: Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. still
1: kind of squiggles now, but there's some that will be like a little ringlety. I don't know. It's kind of
0: crusty right now.
1: Um, <laughs> but I now because I do it so often and because it's. Um, it, it, it's just faster. Like, it, it before it used to take me, you know... Forever. Forever, but now I can do it just in my sleep. Um nice. And, yeah, it's great. And so my hair kind of has gotten used to it, and it mimics that style. So even if I... When I don't nice. do it, and I don't have time, and just put my products through, run my fingers through it, and try to do, like, the super quick wash and go, some of them will still be...
0: It, like, they're, they're trained. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So in the long run I think it helps um so that's called the Vernon Francois method and and like maybe I'll like write that down or something so you can if you wanted to look it up and try it and it's something that I would want to try again because like if I could master that that would be bomb the first time I did it it wouldn't your hair doesn't know what it's doing
1: so it came out really really badly and like frizzy and the curls weren't there and I was like oh my gosh so like Yeah, so the more that you do it, the easier it becomes. But it must
0: have worked enough for you to try it again. Well, my friend
1: Skylar was like, and she's got like ringlety hair. Like she's um, Haitian and and white, but her hair is, her curls are um, looser for sure. But she was like, no, dude, you have to keep trying, keep trying. So she was the one. Or else
0: I would stop completely.
1: Yeah. So it's, it takes, I think by the fourth time I did it. It was looking good, really Dang, good. That's
0: kind of like inspiring. I'm like, okay. Sometimes you have to just like <coughs> stick with it, and like because all the YouTubers that we watch, they did not master it in one take. Right. Like they practiced that ish over and over again before they made a video to show you how to do it. So that's encouraging. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, I want to ask you about. Um, I, I want. There's a couple things I want to ask you about shows and stuff. Um, for in Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. How was your experience there in, in any way that you want to speak to being like as like black Regina George? And you can say as much or as little <laughs> as you'd like. <laughs> Absolutely. Um,
1: yeah, it was definitely interesting. I mean, it was my Broadway debut, which was fantastic. And I was so excited to get to work with like meet and work with Tina Fey that's so um, cool! Oh yeah, my gosh, it was, it was really cool, and I think that, um, you know, and I think we see it now, kind of with this this reckoning of white American theater, like what it means to be black on stage, or Latinx on stage, or uh, Asian American Pacific Islander, like to to be anything that's not white on stage, um, and I'm so grateful to casting that I got that opportunity for sure
0: but that's amazing
1: yeah it was great but I also don't think that they knew that they fully knew the impact of what hiring me was was going to be yeah what it what it meant um the reception from the fans was incredible like they were there were so many people so many young girls of color and and you know boys too that were like oh my gosh Sorry, my mom just dropped something. I don't know if it's you okay. heard that. Also
0: that, that is a lot better when you hold it there. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, thank I you think because so I'm
1: looking at the Zencaster. Like, uh-oh. Yeah. My <laughs> was super low. Um but it I had a lot of young people come up to me and they're like, "Wow, when you when I saw you on stage, like I I felt like I could do that." And, you know, it's not just a tertiary character or someone, yeah. you know, that that has one line, it's the lead of the show. So it, yeah. I'm so grateful that I got to be there for an entire year, despite any challenges that happened in the building or, you know, from above or whatever. Um, it, Yeah. I think it was important for me to be there and I think that, I hope that it changes the mindset of people behind the table and people who produce shows. Mm um just to see that like you know black people have lives and stories and experiences and yeah, yeah. We- also deserve to just like be on a stage and yeah
0: and that you can carry a show through. and slay yeah yeah it wasn't like you know what I mean it's not um it wasn't written like it was written for a white, <laughs> for yeah. A white girl. yeah and you step into that role and I'm like I've even seen like little clips I already knew that like after meeting you and like seeing how freaking oh my gosh how talented you are I'm like oh I already know she's slave but seeing the videos and watching, looking at the picture I'm like oh my chills <laughs> Ashley
1: it was I mean it was really it was truly truly special like and the thing is I loved the people in the building for sure like there were so many people that um were so supportive and and it also made me but it, it The downside of it was it really made me question myself as – like it made me question my talent because there were so many instances where um, I was like, wait, why is this happening to me or why am I getting treated this way? Like am Uh I not, you know, good? Um, And I think growing up being Dominican and Puerto Rican and reckoning with that like, oh, well – we're black, but we're, we're different type of black. Like my family Mm. never said that, but that's kind of like how people that aren't African American, like a lot of Latinos, and there's a lot of prejudice within the community itself. And Mm. I think a lot of people are coming to terms with that within the Black Lives Matter movement currently. But I kind of, I didn't really reckon with My blackness until I went on tour with Beautiful. So, until right before Me Girls, yeah, I was like, well, I'm Dominican. So, I guess I don't get to say that I'm black. But I was looking at ethnicity versus race and I was kind of saying that those two were the same things. So, I felt like, well, I can't really claim this this part because like that doesn't belong to me like blackness doesn't belong to me Ooh, this is so interesting <laughs> <laughs> so but then when i went to beautiful and i was around all of these black people and they were like no yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're you're black like you like okay, you're okay. You're you said you like
0: lived in new york
1: like i moved to florida when i was like 6 so i grew up in a predominantly white area
0: okay yeah because i was gonna say like i feel like when i moved to new york there's different like i didn't it was nowhere like this where i grew up where when i got to harlem it was like oh no no these are black people when i got to washington heights it was like oh no no these are dominican Dominican. people Mm -hmm. like there are like lines in the sand and anywhere else it's like no no we're black Yes. And that's, that's
1: the thing too. It's like I, so I was born, um, my dad like lived in Washington Heights and stuff. And then when I moved back to New York for around college, I moved back to Washington Heights um, with my uncle. Cool. So I was like, okay, I'm familiar with this community and I know it and I feel at home here and everyone knows me. And now I live in Harlem and <laughs> it's, it's like- awesome because like, you, you know, I live like on Frederick Douglass and you see all these murals and awesome. like, I'm so I happy that Harlem. I live there now. Yeah, like post right? beautiful, post Mean Girls when I was like, this is my identity. And I'm like, not only a Latina Regina George, I'm a black, Latina Regina George. Yes, yes, that means something to me. Yes, um, and so now I'm in Harlem, and honestly, just being back, um, I went back after I had some time in Florida. So once I at the beginning of COVID, I flew to my parents' house um, when I lost my job, and I was here for like two months, and then I drove up to New York um, mm-hmm. once my sublet like officially left.
0: Okay,
1: and I was just like people black, yeah. black, 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 black. <laughs> yes it was so amazing i remember texting my friend and i was like you know what i feel like freaking Belle from beauty and the beast i was talking to everybody i was literally hollering at people i was like hey bonjour like <laughs> be right back
0: right after the break
1: i was walking the streets <laughs> Everyone was in a mask. I was in my mask, and you know what? I don't care. I don't. I don't. I don't even care. I was talking. I was talking to random men on the street, whereas normally I would be like, "I Don't cat, call me. Don't cat. cat call me. I was catcalling calling them. I was like, "You are black. I'm- I am black. We are That's
0: black. Black
1: yes. everything." And it was. It just filled me with so much joy, especially pride. In- yes, pride. Because I was in Florida when Ahmaud Aubrey and George Floyd were murdered okay. and just okay. seeing the lack of Really? Outcry, yeah. I mean, this is Trump-Pence country the uh, where I outcry. am. I haven't seen – I've seen one Biden sign. One, oh, That's terrifying. And I've seen a bazillion
0: Trump-Pence, like even in businesses. Yeah. It's like and, that where I'm from too when I visit yeah. my, my parents. It's like – this is, this is where we're at. And it's that's so why I, I wanted to be here in New York for the election. No matter who wins or loses, I'm like, I don't want to be in Trump town.
1: Oh, exactly. Anything? That's why I'm driving back at the end of October. Yeah. I'm like, I need to get out of here. Um, But it just – just being back in Harlem, I was like, this is amazing. And it just – it fills me with so much joy and and hope that once our industry does come back, that there will be a change – within theater like and and coming from yeah. the top as well and like yeah. in internally and like I hope that people clean house in a sense of you know okay here's what what a microaggression is and here's yes. this and how could what I say in this in this casting or even in this breakdown of a character yeah. like is this a microaggression and even right. just I read a breakdown yesterday for this character for this tv character and um, the first scene, like they didn't s- specify whatever, and then the next scene, they're like, she's at a bank, or she's work, she's at work, she works at a bank, she has her glasses on and her hair back, looking very professional, and I was like, hmm, my ha- <laughs> so my hair pulled back, so I can't have my hair down. I work at a bank, like
0: interesting,
1: so yeah. because she's like the one Latin girl in the show and of course her name is Maria <laughs> like oh my it's so, you no know, it's just so silly and so I was like I'm not putting my hair back
0: no I want
1: to wear no. it like this I will wear my hair like this this is professional I mean right. currently not this I, I, I put <laughs> a little bit of oil in it and you know I
0: mean I, I, she's so cute like I would go to work she's cute. with my hair almost like this you know I, think I would go to work with this head wrap on what and wrap? I wouldn't say that last year. I wouldn't say I that even two years ago. Like, you know, like,
1: like, uh, uh-uh. uh, my parents would be like, like... head wraps. Now I have cute ones. Right? Like that's so cute. And I would never think of doing that. I was even emb- embarrassed in between shows, but in yes. beautiful, like I would like, put a hat on or something. If I had like not a cute scarf, if I'd I, put if a I usually a scarf, I would.
0: Yeah. You had like your, your shaking so go. Many, yeah. So many shaking goes. So um, speaking of, I wanted to know, like, in Hamilton that was what you were working on right before the shutdown right yes and which cast were you in I was in
1: the Ann Peggy tour in San Francisco okay is that
0: with was that with Rebecca yes really
1: yes Mm -hmm. um
0: (laughs) um, royalty I know right the Broadway Obamas um I have to reach out to her. Um, I wanted to know in that show, and you're still in it, and we're just on a mm-hmm. break right now. Mm-hmm. Um, did you wear a wig? Did you wear your own hair? How did it work?
1: Yeah, so I wore a wig. We all we all wear wigs now. I think only the original cast had their own hair. Um Interesting. Yeah. You're in- Peggy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'm <laughs> Peggy, Come but on, Peggy. We some, um, yeah, we have some of the girls that have short, short hair. That that don't wear wigs, um, so they just have their natural hair. But we all had wigs. Even some of the guys had wigs, like the Madisons had wigs. Um, and my wig, my Peggy wig, they they try to stay as close to my texture and curl pattern awesome. um, as possible, which was great. My Peggy wig is about the same. It's a little bit longer than my normal hair, and it's not as like big. Okay. Um. Cause you know they're just like fewer tracks, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they—it's a cute little like half up, half down. And then my Mariah wig is more full, like my hair is, but just a little bit longer. Okay. And the curls are actually a little bit looser. They're kind of what my curls looked like in high school. Um, but I live for that
0: wig. It is so nice. <laughs> I want oh, it. I I bet it is. I also wish I could see you in that oh. I I know you, slang girl. It's it's so fun. And it's also nice when you like your wigs. I think like – Yeah. It makes a difference in the show for me. It's like you get on stage. If you hate all your wigs – I hate the show. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I was like, if you feel Mm -hmm. ugly going on stage, it is a total brain. Yeah. We talked about it. We talked
1: about it in Hamilton. Rebecca brought it up, and she was like, our hair – liaison to the producers and was just like she's look.
0: always the liaison <laughs> yeah
1: she was like look black hair and its connection to to black people is extremely yes. important yes and if yes. our wigs look a mess we cannot go if we feel a mess a mess and we a don't feel confident and we have to go out here and portray confidence and we can't do it and they were like heard okay we're doing wigs we're doing yeah they had all they have all these things in store that they're gonna do and come
0: through hamilton
1: they made like this line direct line of like um if you have a wig problem like who exactly you can go to so that it gets directly to the head of wigs instead of like going to stage management else yeah yes It's amazing. And they also – I don't know how far along they are on this, but they also – I feel like I can tell you this. This isn't a secret. But – or I don't know why it would be If it
0: is, let me know and I'll edit it out. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: But they – well, they just said that they're looking and they really want to, by the time we come back, have switched over to using only black-owned or uh, (gasps) – yeah, black and brown-owned business hair products for our
0: Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Like, if you didn't already love Hamilton or the idea of Hamilton, (laughs) if you haven't seen it, like that little detail is that's bomb. Mm -hmm. That's it's going to change someone's life.
1: Yeah. Somebody, yeah. Show. Yeah. Like, it's going to change their entire business. It's going to, I'm Hamilton will be probably one of the biggest clients that they have. You know,
0: so many wigs, so many companies. Right. Right, and the biggest name. Mm -hmm. So, Before I let you go, there's a couple things I want to ask you. First of all, your attitude and your outlook on life. I think it's like, to say refreshing, folks who are listening, (laughs) to say that Ashley's refreshing is like the biggest understatement of the freaking (laughs) year. Like, when you came into beautiful, and we won't talk about like, (laughs) okay, first of all, our beautiful family was the bomb. Every now and then, there is like one bad egg, and when I say one, I mean literally just one. Ashley, when you came in, you lightened up the entire atmosphere. Oh. Like it was so beautiful, and to 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 be so fierce. Like obviously, like people on Broadway are fierce. Like as like like they, you don't get on Broadway for no reason. But like you're so like I look up to you. Like so, like you come in and you were so kind. You have like a track record to where if you wanted to be, if you wanted to have an attitude, I'd be like, "Mm, I get it. (laughs) No, (laughs) no one has that track. No one. No. I would understand. Like, there are some people who I'm like, you can have an attitude, and I will still bow down. Like, you know, like yeah, um, you're like, oh yeah. But it's still like Queen Audra is so kind. I'm like, and humble, yeah, and humble, yeah, and you are also so kind and humble. Thank Where you. does that come from? Where did you get that? Where did <laughs> um, that come from? I mean, I I just feel
1: like it's funny because I try to be really, really confident, like, in my work sphere um, and in my life, but I'm actually really, like, not. I, I grew up extremely shy, and I didn't really like singing that much, and my mom would always make me sing you. for people. <laughs> yeah, she always made me sing for people, come and, like, on. it – and I hated it. And like, I went to school for something else. I went to school for science. And like, I what? Yeah, I went to school for science. I went to school for chemistry. And then I did two years at Amda just because I was like, I don't really like this. I did two years at an at in chemistry, and I was like, I'm not. I'm. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do with this? What am I gonna be a doctor? No, I don't know. Um, but I just really liked chemistry, <laughs> so I was like, I'll just major in this and work in public health or something and then I it didn't ended up not working. Long story. But I so I it was late to the game and I felt I think that a lot of actors we all kind of have that imposter syndrome feeling. Yeah. Um but mine just felt really heightened because I was like, okay, I didn't go to a fancy high school, I don't know what the Jimmy Awards are. I didn't even know what the carousel was. Like I was just kind of like, I love to sing and I, that's it. Like I love to sing. I like to act, but I really want to try my best in this and work really hard. And so my, and also my mom, I mean, my parents are just so sweet, but my mom, um, She worked in hospitality for like 25 years and she always she was always the one that would write thank you notes if we ever got anything or always taught me like, if you get a gift for your present, you need to write a note. And even when we were on The Voice because she was my chaperone, um, she still keeps in touch with all of like the crew people and everything. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And like she instilled that in me. So I think that there's just like this connection like – Broadway, it was such a is such a great goal to have, but it was never something that I was like Broadway or bust, baby. Like it wasn't, (laughs) you know, like freshman high school me being like, I'm the greatest. Right, right. (laughs) High
0: school musical. I was
1: like, what song is that? Uh." Um, Like, I'm not Leah Michelle. So I think that just it. I have so much fun, and I work really, really hard. And like when people Mm -hmm. have attitudes, I'm just like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, it's like embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing and uncomfortable. Yes. It's so uncomfortable. And I haven't really met like that many divas or divos or whatever. I I've been really lucky. <laughs> Your face faithful. I'm like, I still feel brand new to this industry and I have seen my fair share. I'm like, oh gosh. Also I'm just kind of like, I kind of just mind my own, you know. Yeah. I and so It really wasn't until – honestly, our dressing room was the first – was the most I've ever spoken in my entire (gasps) room. It was the most, like, engaged and, like – That's a good thing. I'm like – Yeah. It was because of you girls. Like, I – St- like talk to all of you and actually would have <laughs> conversations it was, of <laughs> it was because oh, of salish <laughs> but that was the <laughs> most involved i've ever been and even in beautiful on tour, i have wow. my two best friends from that show marla and alia but those oh. were the only people i really spoke to in the dressing room interesting and tour can be My little eva our little eva was cool um but
0: like Alexis, who was Alexis. Yeah. She's awesome. She's she's awesome. Amazing.
1: Yeah. But it was really our dressing room that I was like, okay, I can have fun. I can yeah. like let loose and take pictures with the girls and go to the other dressing room and, and have fun and not
0: worry about like
1: somebody like yeah.
0: <laughs> throwing a rock in my, I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah. And not just, you know, and we were never disrespectful. We were never like, Like screaming if someone needed to focus or something. It wasn't like that at all. But it's you know we came in and we genuinely were like, "How was your day?" Like as a person, I care about you and I care about your day. Yes. What are you doing? Makes a difference.
0: Yeah, it does. Going to work and feeling like you have a community that you can trust. Yeah. That you like and (laughs)
1: makes a difference. I loved you guys, and it was. I was there for such a short amount of time, but at you know. I even spoke, I, when I spoke to the producers of Mean Girls, I was like, you know, I left this show, I went to a show that I knew was closing, and I did that on purpose because of the the reputation of community that Beautiful has, and I wanted to feel that, and, wow. and, and I finally was honest with our wow. producers, and now I'm like, I can say this on a podcast, <laughs> I have nothing to lose, baby, okay? And like You don't owe anybody anything. I don't owe them anything. And there's wow. no bad blood there, but it's just like, if we're not honest, then people are just going to keep doing what they do.
0: Wow, Ashley. So. Thank you. Long-winded you. answer. <laughs> no, I'm keeping that. <laughs> one last thing before I let you go. Um, something that you're grateful for that's keeping you going during this pandemic. Oof. My...
1: The, the the strength and the um, the fire that I see in my friends and our community like yes so many people have become, um, Activists.
0: activist activist <laughs> like straight up social
1: justice yes, activist yes. yes Marla has from from tour yes. yes she's got claim our space and i'm partnering with them and it's also made me do stuff down here and also seeing broadway for racial justice like yes just, it's inspiring yeah yeah like for we're sure. using our art to galvanize and to mobilize and like yeah that gives me hope and i'm grateful for that
0: oh I love you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. You're the bomb. You gorgeous (laughs) human being. You guys. Ashley De La Rosa, everybody. Thank you. (laughs) I'll see you later, girl. Yeah. Bye y'all I love Ashley De La Rosa and I just want to say thank you guys for hanging in there and getting all the way to this point in the episode when you know my microphone was off the entire time I was acting brand new it was my first time it was my first time recording video which will be coming soon for you guys all to see Um, but yeah my mic was off that whole time but I'm still so glad that I got a chance to catch up with Ashley you guys follow her on Instagram at Ashley De La Rosa she's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. She's so beautiful. And then she's also using her voice for change. Um, also check her website out at com Shout out to the Broadway P- Podcast Network. Shout out to Wilton Music for producing my theme song Love C O D, sung by yours truly. Shout out to all of you guys for listening and supporting. If you haven't already, please rate this podcast write a cute little review tell a friend follow us on patreon and yeah i'm so glad that you're here with us um you're listening to black hair in the big Lakes. i'm your host alicia thomas see you next week black history month hey